No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Let's go. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whoever you are, wherever you are, whatever you are. It's Wednesday night here on the Daily Boogie podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining us. As always, tonight's recommended drink is cheap box wine. Tonight's recommended snack is bland brand no-name crackers. This is the official wine and crackers broadcast here on Dealer. Thank you so much for joining us. It's an absolute pleasure, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. It's Wednesday night. How are you feeling? How are you feeling? Hope you had a lovely day because I certainly did. Yes, yes, I know. I'll, I'm going to address... We're going to address some hard truths tonight. It's going to be one of those shows, man. I've been getting DMs from people, news alerts, some very troubling developments over on the internet over the last say four to six hours and no I'm not talking about Twitter being hacked no I'm talking about something far more devastating to us here on the Daily Boogie but we'll get to all of that ladies and gentlemen thank you for joining us if you'd like to become a full-time supporter of the show then please by all means head to patreon.com slash boogie bumper become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button on your preferred podcast player and of course if you'd like to tell us about the things that matter then you can do so by following me on Twitter at boogie bumper Yes, the day off. I loved it. I love the day off. <laughs> Minister of Fun Kimmy in the chat straight away. Royce is dead to us. That's <laughs> a little extreme, but don't worry. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Some, sometimes, you know, <laughs> don't worry. We'll, we'll get to that. Don't worry about it. Um, yeah, so as I pointed out on Twitter yesterday, no show yesterday. I'm changing from Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday to Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, for a whole bunch of reasons. I think it's going to be better if we can cover like more of the week. Um, I like the day in between to like be able to source more stuff. Um, and it just works out better for me as well. It works out better. Like there's no four day gap in between streams anymore. So the last stream on Friday and then the next week starts again on Monday instead of, you know, the last stream being on Wednesday and then starting again on Monday. So it's just going to work out better for everyone, I think. So I appreciate your patience. And really, who gives a fuck about Tuesdays, honestly? Who cares about Tuesday? Yeah, I swapped out the poster. I've had that for a while, but it's been on the other side of the room where you can't see it. And I was just looking at it the other day and I thought, oh, the colours in the in the light might look pretty cool. So I swapped it out. That's Homer doing the screen pose. But as always, ladies and gentlemen, so much to get through, so little time. We are going to have to address the shocking developments today on Daywave. Like, there's, there's not going to be any getting around it. And, you know, I know this is a tiny little program with a small but mighty audience, but, you know, I just, I don't think that you would respect me if I didn't address the elephant in the room. You know what I mean? If we didn't at, at least address it. So things that must be addressed will be addressed. We've also got some Bride Stelter. Uh, we've got some more Toddles, a new Toddles update, if, we, if you want to do that. Um, I've also got some strange videos, got some fun news to get through. But before we get to any of that, ladies and gentlemen, let's kick it off. It is a Wednesday night here on the Daily Boogie. Thank you so much for joining us. 
If you'd like to leave a tip during tonight's proceedings, the preferred method is, of course, dlive.tv slash boogiebumper, or you can hit the link over there, streamlabs.com slash boogiebumper. Who here is a fan of a frivolous lawsuit? Hands up. The first frivolous lawsuit I can remember ever hearing about when I was a kid, it stayed with me all of these years. I was a kid when I heard this story. When an armed robber broke into somebody's house through the roof, but he fell through the roof and broke his leg on the kitchen floor. And the people who owned the house came home and found him on the kitchen floor, you know, writhing in agony with a broken leg. (laughs) He sued the guy who built the house and won, like, I don't know, $200,000 or something, because apparently the guy who built the house didn't take the necessary precautions when building the fucking roof structure or whatever. And that was the first time I remember thinking, huh, the legal system is bullshit. (laughs) A guy could break in, break his leg, and win money out of it? Ironically, it's worth far more than anything he was going to steal in the house. He hit the jackpot. All he had to do was have a cast unbelievable so i've ever since then i've been a fan of frivolous lawsuits so i've got a couple for you here one of which i've been sitting on for a couple of weeks not for any other reason other than i haven't had time to get to it it was sent through by i'm not sure who it was sent through oh don't worry we'll get to you brian we'll get to you i can't remember who sent me this one but it's an absolute peach (laughs) have a look at this ladies and gentlemen Woman seen spinning in viral rescue video sues the city of Phoenix. Ladies and gentlemen. Winning TV with a diamond. Thank you so much. Follow Winning TV, by the way. DLive.tv slash Winning TV. Filing a lawsuit on podcasters to buy beamers. (laughs) Let's have a look at this. Woman sues the city of Phoenix. For what exactly? What horrible, what horrible set of circumstances have befouled this poor woman? out of control as she was being rescued off Paestua Peak is taking the first steps towards a lawsuit against the city of Phoenix. You may remember the video of her nightmarish ordeal. It went viral after she spun more than 170 times. Nice. The woman was... You know, people pay good money at amusement parks to be able to have that experience. She's trying to get paid. If you set up a ride at Disney World with this as the feature... What are we going to do? We're going to hang you from a cable, strap you to a bed, and then spin you around really fast 170 times. People would be lined up into the fucking parking lot to have that. Can I ride the helicopter ride? Can I have a helicopter ride, please, mummy? Woo! But this ungrateful bitch, (laughs) she obviously doesn't see the fun in it. So she's suing the city of Phoenix. But how did she get into this situation in the first place, I hear you ask? Great question. She's being hoisted off the mountain after she got hurt on the trail. On Tuesday, her attorneys filed a notice of claim against the city for $2 million. <laughs> so imagine this. <coughs> Saved and paid. Ever leader in a chat. Imagine this. You go hiking which is a stupid thing to do in the first place. Nobody should ever go hiking anywhere ever. It's dumb. Don't do it. That's why we invented Jeeps and off-road vehicles. Use them for fuck's sake. So you go hiking in a strange area, in a dangerous area, so you're already taking a risk. You have chosen to do that. Ain't nobody got a gun to your head, all right? She goes up into a dangerous area where it can only be reached 
by helicopter. That's telling you something. Like they couldn't drive the ambulance up to where she was. Not had to be airlifted out. So that's the first clue. She decides to go hiking. She hurts herself whilst hiking. Now, not only does the city come out and say, you know what? Don't worry about it, babe. We got this. We're going to save your life. We're going to save you. Don't worry, because we believe in helping people. We're going to help you. You're in a time of need. So up goes the helicopter. Somebody's got to fill. The helicopter costs money. These helicopters don't grow on trees. Got to send the the helicopter out there. Got to put guys in the helicopter, fill it up with fuel, lower down the bed, and just by happenstance, by some kind of glitch, the bed is unstable to the point where it spins a lot when they're lifting her out of this. Again, to save her fucking life. And when, when she's put on the ground after she recovers from vertigo or dizziness or whatever the fuck she's going through, she decides, mm, you know what? I, I, don't, I don't think that rescue was good enough. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that rescue effort. I shouldn't be forced to endure the spinning of the bed that is saving me from imminent death. So I'm suing you. Two million dollars. <laughs> Two fucking million dollars. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted subwinning TV. Two million. A cool two mil. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. See, like, I know lawyers get in people's ears and stuff, and a lawyer will sit you down and go, hey, hey, you know, like, you shouldn't have to put up with this. You know, that was unfair. That was uncalled for. That's a mistake. The city should really pay for you, blah, blah, blah. I... Maybe I'm the idiot here. Ring I, the I just bell wouldn't have the balls to do it. Cheese, man. Thank you for the sub end times. Thank you for joining us. I wouldn't have the balls to do that. Even if I, you know, even if Ring I hate the, the government and I hate the city cheese, and all of that man. stuff. Thank you for the gifted sub. Even if I hate the gifted, <laughs> hate the gifted. Even if I hate the city and hate the government, right? Even if I feel like I've been um unfairly treated, I, I still wouldn't have the balls to say, hmm, you know what? Somebody should pay me for this. Thank you for the diamond. Where did you steal, steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? You spin me right round, baby, right round. <laughs> this fucking bitch. Saying the city was negligent. Negligent. Her injuries. Team 12's Mike Gonzalez read over that notice, and Mike, she says that she never wanted to be transported by helicopter. It's easy to say now, though, isn't it? <laughs> I never asked to be rescued. <laughs> Do you fucking believe it? <laughs> what balls? What balls? Oh, 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 how inconvenient. <laughs> Damn this city. Damn these city officials. I never asked to have my life saved. How dare you? Help a bitch out and find out. <laughs> Mr. Fun, give me with the diamond. This isn't the rescue. This isn't the rescue you're looking for. Jesus. But then, of course, see, now, this is the problem with modern society, right? 
If I come out and say the obvious thing, such as, not that I'm saying it, but just say if I was, I'm not saying I am, I'm not saying I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying? If you come out and say the obvious thing, well, maybe they should have just let her fucking die out there then. Now I'm the asshole. <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> well, maybe next time just leave them out there to die. If they want to sue the city for saving their life because they didn't ask to be airlifted to safety, just leave them out there to die. And then the family of this fucking gold-digging bitch will be coming out going, you can't say that, she's a wife and a mother and a daughter. <laughs> Maybe they should have just left her out there. Dead. Because you know what? When you transport a corpse by a helicopter, they don't complain. That's the beauty of it. We avoid all of that red tape. Rusty with a diamond, thank you so much. There's people who would pay for this. Exactly. This is a ride. Good evening, Mark and Caribe. Yes, that's right. The notice of claim says that once the paramedics evaluated the woman's injuries and she had no obvious signs of distress, <laughs> she told them she didn't want to be transported via helicopter, but they did it anyway. Ah. Who can forget this painful to watch video showing seven it's painful to watch? <laughs> Don't enable her. It's fine. It looks fun. 24-year-old Catalan Metro spinning out of control after being hoisted. She's not spinning out of control. If she was spinning out of control, she would no longer be attached to the helicopter. She would have crashed down back to planet Earth. From the circumference trail. Mr. House New Vegas in the chat. It's practically rape. <laughs> Along Piesta Peak on June 4th. Piesta Peak. Didn't, didn't know if she was dead or alive. That was Catalan's husband, George, who spoke with 12 News just a few days after the incident. She's very busy and nauseous. Yeah. So she yeah, hasn't been able to get out of bed. The note. Oh. <laughs> She's just not the same. She hasn't been able to get out of bed for a month. You know, I think this has had a permanent effect on her. Oh, oh, I'm still dizzy. George, would you go to the store for me, please, honey? I'm still dizzy. I'm still nauseous. I fear I may never recover from the emotional pain that has been inflicted upon me by the city when they saved my worthless fucking life. Oh, how, oh, my goodness. Friends come over and pat her head and bring a fucking chicken noodle soup. Are you feeling okay, sweetheart? Is it getting better? Oh, I know. I know. It must be so awful. The poor, the poor dear. You know, we haven't seen her at the salon for almost a month. Do you believe it? Isn't it awful, honey? Yeah, yeah. It's really, really awful. Yeah, see? Even my husband says so. it's so terrible. Oh. Notice of claim filed against the city of Phoenix, claiming those symptoms persist today. The claim, which is the first step before a lawsuit, says the city was, quote, grossly negligent and breached its duty to properly assess the condition of the patient. <laughs> they failed to assess the condition of the patient by airlifting her out of danger and into safety. She's alive today because she was airlifted out of the fucking desert. Not good enough. You know, there was spinning involved. 
the excess. <laughs> Dead Jedi in the chat. She can't drink coffee anymore because stirring the cream and sugar gives her flashbacks like a Vietnam vet. <laughs> she ends up curled up on the floor, sweating. Ah. You know, this takes me right back to the desert. I can hear the guns. I can hear, you know, the rotor blades of the helicopter kind of sounds like machine gun fire. But poor, but oh, oh, are you feeling better yet? Are you feeling better yet, sweetheart, dear? Oh, oh, how awful. And you, I bet you have to go to the doctor a lot too, don't you? Yeah. No, well, no, the doctor has to come to you, doesn't he? I mean, I imagine it would be very difficult to just get up and walk around, you know, months later. You're still dizzy, are you? Wow. Ring the you weren't bell even there, and get man. Your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Benkei Veritas. Accessibility of the locations, the terrain of the trail, yes. and the time of day and environmental conditions mm. prior to choosing helicopter transport. <laughs> Only first thing she said, I'm glad I'm alive because she thought she was going to die. <laughs> there you have it. The first thing she said after they airlifted her out of there was, I'm glad I'm alive because she thought she was going to die. And that feeling lasted maybe a good 24 hours. Until now, she wishes she was dead because she was airlifted out. <laughs> Isn't it funny how the universe just comes full circle? Amazing stuff. Frozen Asian, thank you for joining us. Just in time. Like I said, we are going to address the elephant in the room. We are going to address chaos and anarchy in the parking lot and disappointment more than anything else. But I've got one more story for you before we do. Since we're on frivolous lawsuits, ladies and gentlemen, <coughs> sex addict claims hot female gamers caused him to injure his penis. It's your fault. It's your fault I'm masturbating so much. Stop being so hot. Excessive gaming is known to damage one's joystick. A California sex addict is suing the video streaming platform Twitch for $25 million, not $2 million. The chick spinning at the bottom of the helicopter, that's only a $2 million gig. This guy's got a sore cock, 25 mil. Thank you for coming. Pun intended. He's suing Twitch $25 million after claiming that the site's overabundance of scantily clad gamers have caused him to injure his penis. <laughs> and just like that, the simps of the internet yet let out a collective groan. An angry groan. No! The hell is wrong with you, man? The gaming simps. In the legal document filed at Santa Clara County Court on June 15, San Francisco's Eric Astavillo, Astavillo claimed that the Amazon subsidiary had, quote, subjected him to overly suggestive and sexual content from various female streamers. To cure Twitch, the twitch in his pants, the self-proclaimed sex addict reportedly re resorted to using a flashlight to masturbate while watching the salacious gamers, which resulted him in chafing his penis every day. He masturbated the skin right off his dick. <laughs> every day. 
Again, this is another one of those situations like I wouldn't have the balls to go through with this. Lady of Diamond Gypsy with the diamond. Thank you for stealing. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? Well, was it the Frank or the Beans? It was the Frank on this occasion. But see, just like the last story, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the balls to sue the city for saving my fucking life by airlifting me out of the desert, even if a lawyer got in my ear and said, you know, you can make $2 million. Now, see, when a lawyer comes up to me and says, you know what, you can sue Twitch for $25 million. Really? What's the catch? All you have to do is go public with your name and say that you masturbated so furiously constantly that you chafed the skin off your penis. <laughs> I'd be like, nah, I don't need it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <clears throat> I'd be like, nah, it's, it's cool, bro. I've got a job. I don't need $25 million. Seriously, bro, it's an easy 25 mil. All we have to do is put your name and your face on the news and say that you were masturbating so often on Twitch that you injured your dick. It's Trust me, it's only upside. Nah, I'll be right. I'll be fine. Thanks. Okay, back to work at the Walmart. <laughs> it's five bucks an hour, but damn it, nobody has to know about my penis. Winning TV with the diamond countersuit. He's, he's got a tougher dick now than before. Yes, it's like leather now. It's like an old leather handbag. He's scrotum. <coughs> the plaintiff's Randy pastime was extremely painful and caused him red redness and mild infections that forced him to use neaspirin. Is that? A I don't know what that is. Neaspirin? On his tip to prevent necrosis. Per the 56-page document. 56 pages detailing the injuries that this man caused himself by masturbating too much on Twitch. 56 pages worth. West Canadian girl in the chat simply says, I don't know about you guys, but anxiety is hitting the roof. Something's hitting the roof. Neosporin, is that how you say it? Neosporin, neaspirin, I don't know. I, I've never injured my penis. <laughs> I can't tell you. Estevio alleges in the transcript he even once ejaculated onto his PC monitor. <laughs> Imagine being the lawyer. We should put that in the document. We should put that in the suit. Everybody needs to know this, that you came onto your PC monitor, which caused his gaming system to short circuit and resulted in a fire that temporarily caused his apartment to black out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm suing Twitch because they allow scantily clad women on the platform. This caused me to start masturbating, which led to me ejaculating onto my computer, which caused my computer to short out, which started a fire, which caused the electricity to go out. Wow. This is bullshit with the diamond. He'll settle for a 55-gallon drum of Astroglide. That'll be in the settlement. <laughs> Coffee talk with Sandra. Thank you for joining us. Follow Coffee Talk with Sandra, by the way. DLive.tv slash Coffee Talk with Sandra. Hi, Boogie. <laughs> in, resp in response to the post request for comment on the allegations, a Twitch spokesperson simply stated, these claims are frivolous and have absolutely no merit. Twitch exacerbated Estevio's sex, uh, sex addiction because, quote, 
Its twisted programming and net code made it nearly impossible for the plaintiff to use Twitch without being exposed to such sexually suggestive content. But he apparently couldn't block the streamer's siren song and there was no way for the plaintiff to filter streams he'd like to watch based on gender, male or female, per the lawsuit. Therefore, the plaintiff was forced to choose a game and or category to watch with thumbnails showing these scantily clad women alongside men of being the only streaming channels available to him. Ladies and gentlemen, Estevio is reportedly following 786 female gamers and zero male ones. <laughs> it's, it's all Twitch's fault though. <laughs> Listen to this. The woman who spun hey, out of shut control up. as she We're was done being with you. rescued off. I hate, I hate it when websites just decide on their own to start playing. No, no, no. I'll decide. You belong to me. <laughs> Stop making up your own fucking rules, PC. As reparations, Estevio wants a permanent ban on all listed streamers and the $25 million in punitive damage, which he says he'll split with other Twitch Turbo subscribers. Any left of leftover proceeds will be donated to both COVID-19 and Black Lives Matter charities. <laughs> a very, a very happy day for Black Lives Matter, ladies and gentlemen. Finally. <laughs> finally, some finally all of this masturbation pays off. Where do we get this money? You don't want to know. Don't ask. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Sex addict claims hot female gamers caused him to injure his penis. Now, <clears throat> in the opening of the show, I mentioned this. And I think it's time. So, as you know, we've been covering the cartnarks on this program for quite some time. And we are a very cartnark. We are a pro-cartnark program here on the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. I think they're doing God's work. I'm a libertarian in every in all aspects of life except the parking lot where I go unashamedly full fash because to me parking lot behavior represents the most basic form of human decency available to us in the modern age. And we all know that dictators, genocidal maniacs, psychopathic killers oh, are exactly the kind of person who leave their card out did you see this coming i mean coming <laughs> give me with the donation let's see what she's left us here Bingo. Thank you, Kimmy. Very appropriate donation. Thank you for donating on the Streamlabs. Tism, this is serious, mum. That's what Tism stands for. This is serious, mum. And this next topic is also serious. <clears throat> I'm talking about the Cartnarks. And where's my clip? Okay, there we go. So it's the thing that separates us from the animals, really. 
And you know, social social stuff. I don't really care. I don't care. You know, you can be loose. You can be loose and a goose. I, that doesn't worry me. But in the parking lot, um, I want the rules of the parking lot enforced with brutal, swift justice, heavy-handed justice. If you can't park in the lines, you need to be dragged out and dealt with. And if you don't return your cart to the cart corral, this to me is the first indication of deviant behavior. It's like broken window theory in in law enforcement, right? If we can stop the people leaving the carts out wherever they fucking damn well please, willy-nilly, then we're going to stop a lot of society's problems down the line in the future. Of this, I'm certain. So... I happen, I happen to catch a little bit of one of our favourite programs here on the Daily Boogie, Daywave with Royce Lopez, earlier this morning. We support Daywave. We love Daywave. Royce Lopez is a great guy, very friendly guy, nice guy, great show he does in the morning, kind of like a, a nice way to boost you up in the morning. It's exactly, sound person's in the chat. It's a gateway crime. So when I first saw this, I was filled with joy. This is actually more, like, I'm not even angry today. I'm just disappointed, you know? I feel like so many people have been let down here. And that's why I feel like I have to address this. When I first saw this on Daywave this morning, I was, my heart was filled with joy. I was like, yes, Royce is doing cartnarks. This is amazing. Because anything we can do to get the message out there that this kind of behavior is unacceptable, I'm all for it, right? Cartnarks is the kind of uh, organization I think needs to be propelled to the top of the queue, to the front of the conversation, because it's so vital. You know, people want to go around. I've said this before. If you want to change the world, you want to make the world a better place, that's a very noble endeavor. But we're not worried about the fucking, we're not worried about the shit we can't change here on this show. We're starting small. And we're making the world a better place one parking lot at a time. So I was watching this and then my joy turned to sadness very quickly. Let's have a look here. Royce Lopez on Daywave talking about the cartnarks, ladies and gentlemen. And like I said, this is, I'm not having a go at Royce. Royce is a bigger platform than me. He does a great show. We support Daywave on this show. We love Daywave. But this is very disappointing. (laughs) I'll see you in hell. This was very upsetting. (laughs) Very disappointing and upsetting. Let's have a look. He's still doing it. All right. Light him up. Go on, go on. There you go. Sir, sir, you left your car right here. That's not how the car goes. Pick it back to the car corral area. Exactly. Cars don't go right there. They go back where the car returns are. They're so polite. That's the. That's what I love the best about the about the cart narks, ladies and gentlemen. Frozen Asian in the chat. No boogie. Royce is spreading a horrible message. <laughs> You think I'm being too nice. You think I'm being too kind. We haven't even started yet. Somebody in the chat said, first it's leaving the carts out, next step is genocide. Of course it is. You know, Stalin never used to put his cart back either. Do we endorse that kind of behavior? Absolutely not. There's one over there. See where that guy just came from? Or over there where I just came from over there? Dayton Walker in the chat. I'm a job creator as well. No, no, don't worry. We're going to get to that claim. I just came from one. I'll show you where it is. I'm with Cartnarks. I mean, I don't know. You don't know? You don't know? <laughs> What's there not to know here? This fucking piece of shit in his truck 
just left his cart loose as a goose in the parking lot. It's unacceptable. That's all we need to know. Winning TV with a diamond. In Boogie Stan, he would be shot. Zero tolerance. Exactly. Not by me, but by a team, a crack team. The cart narcs would be employed in Boogie Stan to identify the perpetrators, and then we bring in the professionals to clean up the mess, if you know what I mean. If you follow what I'm saying. <laughs> it would all be done very discreetly. It'd be, it wouldn't even be like uh, Duterte's Philippines with vigilantism. No, we would have a professional team. A hit squad would be going around cleaning this shit up. <laughs> I mean, their footies are funny, so I'll give you that. I mean, yep. but I'll be honest with you. Sometimes I take the car to the cart return. <gasps> Sometimes I don't. You know... Sometimes I go about my day without breaking any laws. Sometimes I kill people. Just one of those things. Sometimes I walk down the road minding my own business. Sometimes I carjack old ladies at traffic lights. <laughs> my heart's breaking. Royce, what is this? What are you doing? Come on now. Come on now. Ben K. Veritas with the diamond. Cart Team 6, exactly. This is heartbreaking to me. <laughs> and like, you think, like, I've been watching Royce for a long time now. At least a couple of years. You think you know someone. <laughs> you think you know someone. And then they do something like this. They pull this kind of shit Ring out of the their bell hat. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub trap, Brannigan. This is shocking. I have no other word to describe. Shocking behavior. Everybody in here is guilty of it, right? No. No. No, not right. <clears throat> this, this is the moment where the chat begins to turn on Royce. Because <laughs> now the chat's rolling in. <clears throat> Minister of Fun, Kimmy. Hashtag day wave is over party. <laughs> oh, it's not, it's not good. It's not good. So I wasn't in the chat and I wish I had have been now because it was at this point, I think, where the chat, where the loyal uh, watchers, the, the loyal viewers of Daywave, where like, it's kind of like if you grow up loving a particular sports star or something and when you actually go to meet them, they're a real piece of shit <laughs> because you've built up, you've had this idea of this person for so long and you've idolized them. And you think, wow, they're so good, they're so great, they're so talented. And then they're like, get the fuck out of here, kid. I'm not signing any autographs. And you go home crying, you know. It was similar to that kind of vibe, I suspect, in the chat. Because the chat weren't accepting it. Everybody's guilty of it, right? No, not everybody's guilty of it. No. Look at the chats who, rolling who in. Who brings the cart back every single time? We do, Royce. I tell you who does human beings <laughs> responsible respectful rational members of society that's who does it I can't speak for the riffraff I can't speak for the scum and the bums but I can speak for responsible adults responsible adults take the cart back every time every time it's part of the arrangement you have when you go to the mall Hey, we're going to let you borrow this card. 
Just do us a favor and bring it back when you're done. Sweet, no worries, bro. Thank you for providing the convenience of me not having to carry all my bags to my car. I really appreciate that. Anytime, customer. Thank you so much. I'll bring that back for you. Thank you. That would be appreciated. Not a problem. It's like borrowing a hammer from your next door neighbor and then when you're done, just throwing it out into the street. Here, you fucking go and get it. <laughs> Ergo, never, never lend people who don't return their carts anything because you won't get it back. Hey, man, do you mind if I borrow your car just quickly so I could run down to the store? Yeah, no problem. And then they park it down the road in somebody else's driveway and wander back. Hey, what are you doing? That's my car. Pfft, don't be fucking lazy. <laughs> you go and get it. <laughs> but I lent you my car. You, you should bring it back to me. Fuck you, man. Sometimes I bring it back. Sometimes I don't. <laughs> it's not good enough. So the chat was turning at this point. Squeeps in the chat. I'll never look at Royce the same again. I know this has been a this has been a this has been a moment of reflection. I think of real a hard reality. <laughs> and like I said, I'm not even angry. I'm just disappointed. I'm heartbroken more than anything else. The chat. I always return. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> like you're even blocking your own door from opening. You think you'd understand how that could block someone else's door from opening, right? No, no, we are a highly trained secret. That's not our, that's not our. So fuck you, by the way. Oh! All of you that are saying, maybe you do it oh! a, most of the time. But every one of you that's saying I don't do it is a fucking liar. Nah, come on, Royce, no. See, you know why he's doing that, right? You know why Royce is saying, hey, everybody else does it too? It's because he's ashamed. <laughs> He's ashamed and overcome with feelings of guilt. So in an effort to absolve that guilt, in an effort to dissipate that feeling of overwhelming shame, he's now saying that everybody else does it too. You know, this is the kind of thing that murderers and sex criminals do, right? Like somebody, somebody's, an accu somebody's accused of murdering somebody else. You know what they say? Hey, come on. It's not like you've never thought about killing someone, right? Come on, I'm not the only one who's had thoughts of killing people. It's not my it's not just me. If you if you're sitting there trying to say that you've never thought about killing somebody, then you're a fucking liar. I'm the good guy because I've got the balls to actually say that I do it. <laughs> it's like, no, that's not really how it works. <laughs> so he's trying to absolve that shame, that overwhelming shame of his behavior by projecting it onto the audience and saying, you're all just as bad as I am, so therefore I'm not that bad. I'm the brave one because I say it. No, no, no. Come on. Everybody's thought about putting a putting a drug into that girl's drink and having their way with them. Everybody's thought of doing that. I'm not the only one. <laughs> uh, actually, um, I've never thought of doing that, ever. <laughs> Minister of Fun Kimmy with a diamond. F in the chat for Royce's career. <laughs> so no. I think this is an effort to address the guilt and the shame that comes with knowing. Not not thinking, but knowing that your behavior is unacceptable. You're lying. You know you're lying. No. Not if lying. It's pouring rain outside. Yep. And you have your fucking little umbrella. Yep. And you put the stuff you you walk the cart all no, you don't. You're yes. lying. You know no. you're lying. I'm not saying I... You can keep saying we're lying, but we're not lying. 
Just because you say we're lying doesn't mean that it's true. <laughs> Two wrongs don't make it right. Even in a fucking, in a spot, you know, I move it to the side. Oh, what do you want, a fucking medal? <laughs> <laughs> I don't just leave it anywhere, you know. So this is stage two of that coping mechanism we were talking about. When you expose the murderer the first time, he says, come on, it's not like everybody else here didn't want to kill that person. I'm not the only one who wanted to kill them. So don't lie. Everybody wanted to kill them. And then when people persist by saying, no, no, I never wanted to kill that person. I would never kill that person. Then it turns into something else, right? Then it turns into, well, I didn't kill them on purpose. Like I wasn't cruel about it. I made it happen quickly, right? It was quick. It was fast. It was painless. I did the right thing. <laughs> sure, I killed them, but um, I did it in a humane way. Same thing. <laughs> Frozen Asian in the chat. Royce, you have hurt me. Right here points to heart. <laughs> Minister of Fun, Kimmy with a diamond. Mr. Lazy Bones. Yep, Lazy Bones. Bumper sticker coming your way. You know, I'm not the only person here who's thought about killing that guy. But I did it quickly. Katie Reid, he can be re rehabilitated, books. I, I hope so, because this is like the first step, I think, on that journey together. That's what I'm going for here anyway. But let's be fucking realistic. Okay? We are being realistic. If people don't take their carts back, they'll eventually become genocidal maniacs and psychopaths. Come on, Royce. It's not like you've never thought about killing somebody. <laughs> I can see we're already on our way to that becoming a reality. We're already halfway there. We've already established. We're already making excuses for cart terrorism. What's next? You're lying. You're all lying. No. All of you are a liar. Now, see, this is stage three of the coping mechanism. Everybody else is everybody else is crazy, and I'm the only sane one. Like I said, this was heartbreaking to me, seeing this unfold. First of all, everyone's guilty. Second of all, okay, I did it, but I did it in a good way. Third of all, I did the right thing, and you're all wrong for not doing it. <laughs> Now I'm righteous. Now I'm the good guy. It gets worse. The chats were rolling All of in. You are fucking liar. <laughs> he can't believe. <laughs> he can't believe. He can't believe it. The chat has turned. It's wall to wall. Shame on you. Wall to wall. Not good enough, Royce. Shame on Ring you. I always take it back. This cheese, is disappointing, <laughs> Mister. Thank you for the gifted sub, winning TV. All of, I don't care. I don't, I don't sometimes, I mean. This is, it's like an intervention at this point with his own chat. <laughs> and you know, and you know what? I want you, you men and women, you brave cart narketeers in the chat of Daywave, give yourselves a round of applause, right? Congratulations to you because you refused to be shamed out of what you believe in. And to that, you deserve fucking credit. You deserve credit. Give yourselves a pat on the back. In fact, you know what I'm going to do to I'm, you know what I'm going to do for you. I'm going to put an extra 500 lemons in the chest just to let you know that I care. Just to let you know that you were right. How about that? We'll jackpot the chest tonight because you refuse to be shamed out of your beliefs. 
well done for you. It would have been very easy at this point to roll over. Royce is a very powerful guy with a big platform and he's a very good he's very good at convincing people of things. He's a <laughs> But you you stood your ground. You stood your ground and you said no, I will not accept poor behavior. No, I will not accept below standard behavior. Absolutely not. Thank you for coming. I'll see you in hell. Exactly, Jim Enward. We stand on the side of righteousness, Boogs. If the Cartnarks are with us, who can be against us? That's what I think. So congratulations to you. You did the right thing. You didn't allow yourselves to become fodder. You didn't allow yourselves to be taken off point. You stay true to who you are. And for that, you deserve credit. Look, I'll be honest. I do I do majority of the time. Look, most of the time I don't kill people. Most of the time. Oh. You know, officer, now this is stage four. This is the bargaining. Stage four of the coping, coping mechanism. Look, 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 man. Come on, officer. It's not like I break into people's houses and put guns in their mouth every day. Like, it's, you know, it's just one, it just depends sometimes. Like, I'm not a bad guy. I just put one guy in the hospital for no reason. It's not like, it's not like a habit. It's not like something I do all the time, you know. <laughs> Doesn't make it better, though. Because this is the whole point of the Cartonarchs. We're addressing the broken window theory of, you know, civilized behavior. Once is enough. Once is enough. Once is all it takes to start you on a path. And that path ends in a very dark place. We don't want to see that, you know, because we love you. We love you, Royce. You're a good man and a good broadcaster, a great live streamer, a funny guy, an affable lad. We don't want to see you end up as one of these disgusting shits that we see. Look at look at this fucking creep here in the Cartnark video you're watching. You, you want that to be you? You don't want to be that guy. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. Today, it's leaving the card out. Next week, we watched the video last week on Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, it's masturbating in the parking lot of the Safeway. Where does it end? And we don't want that future for you. That's why this is so important. <laughs> but sometimes I don't. Sometimes I don't. Just like flippantly, just throwing it out there. Like it's okay. Stores have cart boys for a reason. I'm sorry. Do you want to take away work? <laughs> now, this was, this was the one that annoyed me the most, I think. So Royce's rationale here is that he's providing work for people. But that's not really true, is it? Because... The shopping cart boys would still be employed because it's actually their job to bring the carts from the cart corral and bring them inside the shopping center where people pick them up from, right? That's their job. What you're doing is just creating more work, unnecessary work, for some of the lowest paid employees. So while this is being you know, shown, while this is being portrayed as like some kind of humanitarian effort, I'm providing work. It would be like if you were sitting in a McDonald's and you just threw your fucking shake on the floor and then turned to your friend and go, look, I'm a good guy because I'm a creating a job for a cleaner. <laughs> it's like, no, no, they already have cleaners. You're just creating more work for them. 
which they don't get paid to do. You know, they get paid to clean up what they're paid to clean up. <laughs> Arnold Nicotina with the diamond. I'm paid opposition. <laughs> I stand with Royce, you liars. See, accusing us, accusing us of being liars is not going to absolve you of the shame and the guilt that comes with knowing, not thinking, but knowing that you're your standing in society has gone down here and you're actually promoting anarchism. You're promoting the breakdown. You're promoting degeneracy. You're making the world a far worse place. So no, I don't buy into this. I'm providing a job lark, right? It's, it would be like if you were at the, it would be like if you're at the urinal at your favorite sports bar and you just decided to turn away from the urinal and just start pissing all over the floor. Oh, look at me. I created a job. No, no, you're just a jerk. <laughs> There's already a guy. The, the guy already has a job to clean the toilets. You're just making it harder. You're creating more work for him. Work that he shouldn't have to do. Again, this is now stage five of the coping mechanism. I, what I'm doing is actually a net benefit to society. And the murderer says the same thing. Hey, the guy I killed was a bad dude. So he, we're, we're, we are better off without him. It's the same rationale taking place here. And I think we need to nip this in the bud before we see this descend into genocidal mania. I'm keeping America working. I'm basically Dunkin' Donuts. Keeping America running. Unbelievable. So I... The hubris. Actually, I'll tell you this. I am a job creator. How about that? Nope. I create jobs no 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 you know no no you're making somebody else's job harder <laughs> you're making people quit jobs because if you go into the if you if the if the toilet cleaner had to deal every single day with people willfully pissing and taking a shit onto the floor because they believe that they're creating a job for you they would eventually quit hey look i can't put up with people shitting on the floor all the time i'm out i'm done you're making somebody's work harder. You're making their life harder. You're making it more difficult. And they shouldn't have to put up with it. Arnold Nicotina, take the money and shill for Royce or else, Boogie. <laughs> I'll We've got to stand for something. On this program, we stand for one thing and one thing only. And that is the brutal, strict enforcement of parking lot etiquette. That is the hill that we will die on here on this program. It's, it's too important. You are making people lose their jobs. No, no. We, we're keeping people in their jobs by entering into a voluntary arrangement with the supermarket. Hey, you lend me a shopping cart and I'll take it back to the cart corral. No problem. And the supermarket has an arrangement with the cart boys. Hey, you collect the carts from the cart corral and bring them back into the supermarket. You see, it's a well-oiled machine. It is a universal constant. Everything in balance and everything working as it should. Unfavorite boom with a diamond. Shamed on camera. Shyster and Shyster LLC. <laughs> See, this is very, like I said, I'm not even angry. I'm just disappointed here. Way to make people lose their jobs. All of you should be ashamed of yourself. Ah, uh, and now the final stage 
of dealing with shame, ladies and gentlemen, telling everybody else that they're the ones who should be ashamed. Winning TV with a diamond boogie stand will not be bribed. Zero tolerance. Exactly. There you have it. The six stages of shame, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Perfectly performed by Royce Lopez on Daywave. When he realized that his stance on leaving shopping carts wherever he damn well pleases, like some kind of big shot, <laughs> was not only going against the morals and the values and the principles of his audience, but it was practically spitting in their face. Spitting in their face. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, by the way, for a Royce, <laughs> follow Royce Lopez at dlive.tv slash Daywave. I think it's Daywave or is it Daywave Radio? It's one or the other. I think it's just Daywave. DLive.tv slash Daywave. Royce Lopez, 10 a.m. Monday through Friday, ladies and gentlemen. Um, because, you know, we don't give up on people on this show. We're hurt. We're disappointed. And correctly, the chat pointed out to Royce that he should be ashamed of himself. Shame him regularly, says Jim Edward in the chat. Arnold Nicodita, this is madness. No, this is the beginning of madness. If we can nip it in the bud, see? If we nip this behavior in the bud, then it won't descend into madness. Because people who leave carts out and are not confronted early on in their cart leaving careers will eventually become psychopaths. This we know from research that we have done on this show. <laughs> so... Jim Edwards saying we need to shame him. <laughs> I don't. I I think I think now's like the time you need to. We we must not let up on Royce. Yeah, but it has to be done right. You know, it has to be. We have to come from a place of love in this. The shaming is, I think, critical to the process of healing. <laughs> but we can't. It can't just be all shaming and all negativity all the time. It starts with shaming, and then you offer the hand, right? You know, Boogie Stan is not going to be a theocracy. It's a monarchy, but not a theocracy. I'm the king of Boogie Stan. But in Boogie Stan, you know, you can believe in whatever you want to believe, except in the parking lot. That's the only place where we strictly enforce rules with an iron fist. So, but in Boogie Stan, it's kind of like when we're talking about parking lot etiquette, it's kind of like our church, right? So you shame first to, in order to bring the unacceptable behavior to light and then you reach out and you say, come on, come with us. Come with us. We can do this together. And the denials and the kicking and screaming and the accusing other people of doing shameful things and saying that you're a good guy because you did this shameful thing and pretending like lying to yourself, saying that you're not ashamed of your own behavior whilst you castigate and criticize those in the audience who have, quite frankly, the moral decency to stand up to this kind of unacceptable behavior. We can learn from this. We can help each other. We can bring you to the fold. It's like a week or two of shame, Jim Edward in the chat, and then the help. I'll accept that. <laughs> so two weeks, the, the two weeks of shame starts cheese, today. Man. Thank you for the sub, Winning TV. The two weeks of shame starts today. <laughs> Unacceptable. But with that, ladies and gentlemen, uh, 
do follow Royce Lopez, dlive.tv slash daywaveradio. Uh, with that, we'll take a quick five-minute break, ladies and gentlemen, because I need to refresh my drink, and I need to, you know what, I need to cry these tears out a little bit. Just get them out. <clears throat> because I, I was hurt today. I was hurt. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to pretend like it's all okay like other people would. I'm going to be honest with you here and say how deeply affected I was by all of this. Because really, I just want what's best for the people that I like at the end of the day. And, you know, I, I like to encourage people to become better human beings. That's what, we're, that's what this show's all about. <laughs> so, with that, ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a quick five-minute break to collect ourselves. Cheese, man. Thank you for the gifted sub, Winnie TV. We'll take a quick five-minute break to collect ourselves, and we'll be right back with more on this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. See you soon. Your novelty comedy songs, organic, handmade with painstaking care, put into every note. Well, look no further than Irrational Times. Using only the finest instruments to create an experience that your ears will thank you for later. Irrational Times attempts to elevate the whimsy to a desirable level. New songs and sketches every week. So check it out. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie bumper. Idiot boogie Really giving that one a workout? Come on. Dlive.tv slash JJ Stone. And we love JJ here on the show. It's the J.J. Stoner Spring Collection, the perfect attire for any and every occasion you can think of this season. Like we were in the mosh pit full of sweat and everyone slapping, hitting, and pulling on you. This shit won't rip. Lunch at your favorite cafe? Brunch with the girls? These stylish ensembles will give you the confidence you need to look and feel your best. Or if you're getting arrested for possession, it comes with a built-in police stick-proof body armor. Keep swinging, pigs! Call now and your order will come with a complimentary ounce of that dankest bubblegum slurricane that the South has to offer. Don't forget the wall tapestry! If you need to cover your wall, it works! Inverted, narcissistic, and most importantly, completely pointless. Come waste an hour of your week with The Starting Block, Friday nights Australian time at dlive.tv forward slash The Starting Block. Get in touch with us on Twitter at The Starting Block, no K at the end. Also, subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes by searching for The Starting Block, or one word, or on Podbean at startingblock.podbean.com. Join the Blockheads, tuning in in their millions right around the world. Hello, my name is Frozen Asian, and i like to tell you about my show, The Sunday Night Shit Show, every Sunday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, along with the good conversations and 
laughing at funny and weird shit we find on the internet, we also have The Hat Cam, where I showcase my myriad of great-looking hats. Here is a testimonial from a great friend of mine who has enjoyed my hats lately. I, I hope your next hat is a bullet. Jesus Christ, what are you, fucking Asian dick crazy? <laughs> you. <laughs> well, you, you have to ruin my evening. Like I, I'm just gonna just listen, you know, listen to my buds do their show, and you, you gotta, you just gotta do this. Without the hat, so you're not enjoying it? No, <laughs> dude. Asian uh, come on, so you really enjoy it. You look no. like you're going undercover in in Argentina. But it's now working. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I oh, hate come on, you secretly love it. No, no, I openly hate it. <laughs> and there you have it. Uh, so, subscribe to the Sunday Night Shit Show at youtube.com slash Sunday Night Shit Show. And uh, hope to see you there on Sunday nights. Bye. Stream that doesn't sugarcoat it for you. Join Major Tom Saturdays at 10 p.m. for the Big Empty. That's Major underscore Tom on D Live. Make sure to use zeros for O's because your life really is that hard. Hi, Patriots. This is your favorite Southerner, Doc Martin. Just wanted to remind you to put on your calendars to join me and your favorite near to wheel Yankee, Bill D'Angelo, on Saturday nights, beginning with Promises Kept at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, followed by the Speakeasy with all of your favorite patriots. You never know what we might cuss and discuss. That's right, Doc Martin. This is everybody's favorite Yankee, Phil D'Angelo speaking. And on Saturday night, we could have Kimmy, wise censored, affectionately known as Electrolux, the original grandma, UK Neil, Rusty, and his famous sound test show, Coffee Talk with Sandra, Earth Citizen, Stefan, the infamous Grandma Sears, Mac Daddy may even make a show up, or virtually anyone else in the world for some irrelevant fun. <laughs> Yankee, you mean some irreverent fun. So be sure to join us on Twitch, Periscope, DLive, or YouTube. That's right, Doc. Follow us at Winning TV on all of those channels. So be sure and put it on your calendar. We'll be looking for you. We'll leave the porch light on. I still think it's irrelevant fun. But why are you fumbling for coins when you have a heavy bag? <laughs> There's a place that we can go to watch old things. All the warm, fuzzy member berries it brings. It's a special little spot tucked away on D-Live. Enjoy the joy of Pessie. And old cartoons We hope to see you over there very soon It's our special little spot Tucked away on D-Live Enjoy the joy of Pessy When we were kids and there wasn't any school We'd sit and watch all the best cartoons Eating cereal until it was noon We never thought that 30 years later It'd still be cool Saturday night and
and cheesy movies The ones that used to show us boobies It's our special little spot tucked away on delight Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy Enjoy the joy of Pessy This Justin, the global officials that can help all, also known as Got You, have now banned all boogieing and boogie-related movements worldwide. Public safety is the main concern, they say, and people are reminded that boogieing is contagious. Anyone caught boogieing will be dealt with in the harshest terms police have reported. More right away. this world can get you down. There's just one thing you can do. And shake it all around. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how I'm gonna boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. No one's gonna tell me how to boogie. Come on, everybody, boogie bumper tonight. Coming back. <laughs> Second half of the show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Thank you for joining us. On this Wednesday night edition of the Daily Boogie Podcast. Absolute pleasure, as always. If you'd like to become a supporter of the show, patreon.com. Become a subscriber by hitting the subscribe button in Preferred Podcast Player. And of course, if you'd like to tell me about your day, then you can do so by following me on Twitter at Boogie Bumper. Um, just a quick little update. Tomorrow night, I'm going to be joining Semper Reloaded on Semper Reloaded Show. I don't know what we're going to talk about. Uh, he called in last week on the Discord said hello we had a little chat and i was invited onto his show so fuck it why not so we'll join semper reloaded tomorrow night dlive.tv i think it's semper reloaded on dlive.tv kitty's the kitty's the uh the link master the the link whisperer in the chat so she'll put the chat uh she'll put the, the right link in the chat and i think it's going to be about nine o'clock tomorrow night so if you want to join us semper reloaded he seems like a nice guy uh, when I first tuned into his show, I saw um, a guy angrily yelling about politics. I'm like, yeah, I like this. <laughs> he was getting all red in the face. His veins were popping out of the side of his head. I'm like, this is the kind of program that I can support. This is the kind of program I can get behind. Because the yelling and getting angry thing is not really my thing, but I appreciate it in other people when it's done right. And the guy can rant. He's a very, very good ranter. So it would be an absolute honor to join him on his platform. Semper Reloaded tomorrow night, 9pm, ladies and gentlemen. So, a couple of things here to get through uh, in the second half of the show. Uh, first of all, I want to bring you this. If you've been around for long enough, you would have heard me say many times, because we cover a lot of CNN and MSNBC, Fox News, we do a lot of media analysis here. You would have heard me say many times that Jake Tapper isn't the worst guy on CNN. In if anything, I actually don't mind Jake Tapper. That doesn't mean that I think what he says all the time is correct, right? That's a, There's a difference there. But I've always said on this show for, what, the last couple of years now, and OG listeners will remember, uh, when, we're, when we're smashing CNN, we always say, we're always pointing out, well, Jake Tapper's not that bad, actually. And it's because when you listen to Jake Tapper, you get the feeling that he actually believes what he's saying to be true. And that's, you don't get that from Don Lemon. You don't get that from Chris Cuomo. You don't get that from Brian Stelter, right? You don't get that same authenticity 
And Tapper has proven himself in the past to be someone who's been <laughs> just able to criticize a Democrat. He's been willing and able to criticize people on that side of the aisle in the, pre in the past, from time to time. Again, I'm not saying that everything the guy says is correct because I couldn't, I don't agree with that at all. I disagree with him a lot. But here's another example, I think, and I, I, because when people do good stuff, I want to give them a tip of the hat. You know what I mean? You have to acknowledge when people do the right thing and, you know, when they do the correct thing, even if you think that everything else they do is incorrect. So here's Jake Tapper proving once again that he's not the worst guy on CNN. Let's have a look. Speaking of New York, New York's Democratic governor, Andrew Cuomo, seems to be on something of a victory tour, congratulating the state and himself for defeating the virus, even selling this poster, which shows his state getting over the mountain by bringing down the curve. <laughs> look at look at this poster. <laughs> what is happening in politics? If you, if, if you weren't convinced that politicians in the modern age are treating you like fucking school children, here is exhibit A. Look at this. There's rainbows. They've even drawn a little face onto the sun. It, it, it looks like it's been drawn by and for 10-year-olds. And this is put out by the governor's office. You know, those, those old days of uh, putting out press releases or, um, you know, correctly worded statements or giving professional interviews, those days are done. Now we're going to tweet out a little poster that my kid drew. <laughs> Ooh, look at what we're doing for the virus. We're making the virus so much better. <laughs> Fucking hell. During the 111 days of hell, as the governor put it, the poster yeah. includes references to his daughters and a boyfriend. Little inside jokes. There are no illustrations, however, of the more than 32,000 dead New Yorkers. <laughs> the highest death toll. Savage. Savage, Jake. By far of any state. No rendering on that poster of criticism that Governor Cuomo ignored warnings. No depiction of the study that he could have saved thousands of lives had he and Mayor de Blasio acted sooner. No painting there on the poster of his since rescinded order that nursing homes take all infected patients in. Here's what Governor Cuomo had to say yesterday. Jake Tapper. And when Jake Tapper... See, one of the reasons why I like Jake Tapper... Jake Tapper is because when he goes, he goes with a with a straight face. You know, Don Lemon, when he goes on someone... UK Neil, thank you for hosting. When Don Lemon goes on somebody, it's all like flailing of the arms. When Chris Cuomo goes on somebody, he does that fake Italian tough guy thing. When Jake Tapper goes on somebody, he just sits there cool, calm and collected, cold. Ring the bell cold. and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub. Six months sub, UK Neil. When Jake Tapper goes on somebody, he's as cold as a shopping cart left in a parking lot on a winter's morning. Left there after the hardworking, underpaid cart boys have gone home after their 12-hour shift for very little money. Maybe some people think that the cart boys should be patrolling the parking lot 24 hours a day to clean up after people. Thankfully, we live in a society. <laughs> so when he goes, he's... What we went through and what we did was historic. 
because we did tame the beast. We did turn the corner. We did plateau that mountain. And then we came down the other side. And they will be talking about what we did for decades to come. Here to discuss this and more is CNN Chief Medical Correspondent Dr. Sanjay. Okay, that's enough. But I just wanted to give Jake Tapper a little tip of the hat there for showing that you don't have to be a shill 100% of the time. If anything, in order to retain a little credibility, you do at times have to be critical of people on your quote-unquote own team. The cheerleading routine will only work with a certain kind of person. And those aren't the kind of people that I want to call my people. So, Jake Tapper, well done, tip of the hat. Now, this brings us to our next segment. Now, I've given you the good on CNN. Let's do the bad. It's time for another edition of... I will never get sick of those steel drums. Ladies and gentlemen, Brian Stelter cares about the truth. Apparently. What we know about Brian Stelter is he's in his mid-30s. He's a media analyst on CNN. So his job is basically to watch a lot of Fox News and say why you shouldn't. Okay. Now, I don't even watch Fox News. I've got no... I've, I have very little interest in Fox News. I like Tucker Carlson, that's about it, but I don't watch it. But I watch CNN for stuff like this. So let's have a look here at Brian Stelter talking about how we're all living in a truth emergency. And as you know, ladies and gentlemen, when when an emergency takes place, we have to turn to somebody, a leader. We need a leader to lead us out of this emergency. And who better than... Brian Stelter. Let's have a look. I tell you what. I tell you we what. We are in a truth emergency right now. Wow. When the commander in He's so natural, isn't he? <laughs> I tell you what. We're in a truth emergency right now. Tell you what. We are in a truth emergency right now. Yeah. When the commander in chief calls real crimes by his friends a hoax while making up crimes by his opponents. Oh. When he spreads bogus fears about voter fraud. <laughs> bogus fears about voter fraud. <laughs> coming up at coming up at six o'clock on CNN. Why Donald Trump supporters are going to be engaging in voter fraud? This is not a bogus fear; it's reality. When experts look around and say, "What voter fraud is he talking about?" Yeah, it means we are in a truth emergency. A truth emergency. It's been yeah. happening a lot lately. People looking around saying, "What is the president talking about? Yeah. Where did he hear that?" <laughs> it's a truth emergency on top of a public health emergency. Mm. We're just piling up the emergencies here. It's a truth emergency on top of a public health emergency. Experts like Dr. Anthony Fauci are being sidelined because the president cannot handle their truth. This week, when Trump said 99% of COVID cases are harmless, which is a harmful thing to say, mm. Dr. Fauci was... It's harmful. <laughs> it's a harmful thing to say. I've made this point before, but I feel like I have to stress it again. We should be collectively in the Western world doing everything we can to stop the idea permeating that health officials have a right to shut down businesses and tell us that we can't go outside and tell us what we can and can't do 
That's not your jurisdiction. Your jurisdiction is if I get the sniffles, I go to you for some medicine and I have the right to ignore all of your device uh, advice if I want to. That's, that's the only power you have is the power I give you. But <clears throat> it's not even a Fauci thing, but the way they put him up on a pedestal and act like everything he says is unquestionable and you must do everything he tells you. Like, who the fuck? He's a doctor. Fuck off. We ignore the doctor's uh, advice every day of the week. Oh, but this is different, you see. This is an emergency. Ah, right. Because just like the rest of us, he said, I'm trying to figure out where the president got that number. When the president is confused, everyone else gets confused. So like I said, mm. a truth emergency. See, when, when the president is confused, everybody else is confused except me, Brian Stelter. <laughs> You see, all of you out there, you're stupid. You're morons. You're ignorant. You're confused. You're easily led. Somebody can say something on TV and you're just going to chase it off. Like a greyhound chasing a rabbit bait. But here at CNN, we don't fall for such easy tricks of the mind. Here at CNN, we keep ourselves on a balanced level keel. So while all of you are out there being confused and not understanding what's real and what's true and what's accurate and what's inaccurate, here at CNN, we know better. <laughs> we know better than you. Oh, good. Thank God. Unfavorite boomer with a diamond. No more confused president. Vote Biden. You know, <laughs> we don't want any more confusing presidents, right? You know, when I was a kid... Uh, the kids would like, uh, when I was in the pool and they would rub my leg and make the hair go the other way. And there was this guy, Corn Pop, and, uh, he was a gang. He was a bad hombre. He was a bad dude. And you know, over there, there was just all public housing over there. And I was working at the pool and they would pull the top over the pool. And somebody who was working in the pool said, you know, uh, you need to get the, to get the razor. And then they sharpen it up there on the, on the, on the gutter there on the sidewalk. And then I got one of the chains that you use to drag, uh, uh the top across the pool. Now you shut up. You shut you shut it. Listen here, fat. You shush now. <laughs> and then rub the hair and make the hair go the other way. Yes, we need to we need to do away with these confusing statements from politicians. Trump has taken up residence in an alternate alternate political reality. Alternate political reality. <laughs> the Washington Post. <laughs> okay. <laughs> would this be the same washington post that we read from just on last week on last week's show that was talking about the need to remove mount rushmore because it's offensive is that the same washington post where we're referencing here today talking about how there's a groundswell of support for blowing up Mount Rushmore. Same one. Interesting. It's not confusing at all. A former George W. Bush aide Michael Gerson says. Ah, good. Gerson yeah. blames in part the right... Because everybody loves the, everybody loves the George W. Bush administration. <laughs> they're the truth. They, they're, they're telling the truth now. ...wing information bubble for this problem. Uh-huh. In the bubble, editors get duped by Middle Eastern propaganda. Daily Beast. 
The Daily Beast. <laughs> the Daily Beast says right-wing media outlets duped by Middle East propaganda campaign. <laughs> <laughs> the Daily Beast says um correct me if I'm wrong was it not the Daily Beast that uh released the dossier which claimed that Donald Trump there was evidence that Donald Trump was urinating on Russian hookers <laughs> talk about getting duped by a propaganda campaign huh thank god the Daily Beast is out here instructing us about what propaganda campaigns are out there and how people are being duped by them. How confusing. I can see that you're all very confused in the chat here. Thank God the Daily Beast is on top of it. You see, everybody else is confused. Everybody else doesn't know what's going on. The Daily Beast, Brian Stelter, Washington Post, they're the only ones who can see through the fog of misinformation and give you reality, facts, because this is a truth emergency. ...the campaigns. In the bubble, some Trump fans buy into truly crazy claims about Satan-worshipping pedophiles infiltrating the government. Well. Did he just say Satan-worshipping pedophiles infiltrating the government is a conspiracy? Coming up after the break, why the death of Jeffrey Epstein in prison is not a conspiracy. <laughs> ah, huh? Right? How do you like that? You know, there's some crazy people out there who suggest that pedophiles have infiltrated the top levels of government. Coming up after the break, Jeffrey Epstein, an unknown man with no political connections whatsoever, dies in prison, and it's not a, uh, it's not a suspicious circumstance at all. <laughs> Let's go to Don Lemon for a comment. Everything was great. Thank you, Don. Thank you, Don. Networks of conspiracy accounts spread this disinformation like it's poison. Poison. This is a truth emergency. Truth emergency. When former members of the president's inner circle are blocked from writing books. Ah. When news outlets are tied up with baseless lawsuits. Baseless when even Fox lawsuits. News is not deferential. Yeah, we hate baseless lawsuits here at CNN, don't we? Baseless lawsuits. <laughs> yeah. Coming up after the break why we're suing Deutsche Bank in order to obtain financial information about President Trump. This is not a baseless lawsuit. ...enough to his wishes. When he even gets the ratings... Coming up after the break, the lawsuit which decreed that President Trump is no longer allowed to block anybody on Twitter. This is not a baseless lawsuit. This is truth. This is a truth emergency. News is not deferential enough to his wishes winning tv with the with the uh comment in the chat blocked from releasing classified information in books that's the truth yeah and it applies to everybody certain stuff is privileged but again this is a truth emergency we're talking about the truth here brian's truth <laughs> when he even gets the ratings for nascar races wrong we are all in a truth emergency <laughs> when presidential lies about the path of a hurricane prompt an internal investigation. Yeah. When a single White House statement contains... Again, the path of the hurricane thing that's been done 
the organization that tracks the paths of hurricanes actually came out and said, no, no, he was right. <laughs> Shut up, Nazi. You're defending a Nazi now. 12 lies and falsehoods. When the commander in chief repeats these lies so many times that they implant deep into the national psyche, yeah. we are in a truth emergency. Like the pay gap, for example. Or crime statistics, one might say. Yeah, I feel like if we just keep talking about the pay gap over and over again, constantly, maybe even a hundred times if we possibly can, then people are going to act like it's true. Or perhaps uh, statistics of how many people get killed by police, for example. I mean, if we just keep saying it over and over again, maybe a whole bunch of people will believe it. Who knows? I mean, this is a truth emergency. So we have to do the right thing. Be truthful. Thank you. And, and again, God bless Brian. God bless Brian because he's tasked with the unenviable un 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 position that he has to be himself. He himself has to rise above the murmur and the fog of misinformation to tell you what's real because you're so confused. You're so ignorant. It's not your fault. We understand. It's very confusing for people. <laughs> You're very confused and disorientated. It's 2020, Boogie. R-Dub Choir in the chat with the current year reference. It's very, dis it's very discombobulating. We understand that. That's why we're here on the Brian Stelter program, to let you know what's real and what's not. Today he even lied about how much golf he plays, saying Obama <laughs> played more than he did and for many much longer periods of time. It's not true. It doesn't matter, but it's, it's not, not true. true. It's not true. It, it, it's not true. It's not true. It only matters because you're making it up. Ah. But some of the lies really, really matter. Trump's claiming, for example, that the virus death rate, that the coronavirus death rate in the U.S. is the lowest in the world, which is not true. At no. least 14 other countries have lower death rates than the U.S. North Korea. <laughs> And all of those countries are obviously telling the truth all the time. <laughs> China, 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 China has a lower coronavirus death rate if you take the figures coming out of China. They literally put 2 million people into fucking lockdown and welded them into their own apartments. China's fine. No problem in China. We don't have a... You know, there is no such thing as a lack of uh, transparency in China. Madagascar, yes, Antarctica, although that's not technically a country. We'll call that a province. <laughs> one of my favorite fact checks that I ever saw, I think it was the Huffington Post one. And it was back with the server when we were still talking about Hillary Clinton's server, right? And Trump said something on Twitter like... Um, he used an acid wash or something to wash the server. And they, they came out and said, no, that's a lie. He's, it's, it's, he's telling a lie. It's called bleach bit. <laughs> you, did, you don't pour acid into a server to delete it. I was like, wow, that, that's, that's, that's new levels of petty that I didn't even think were possible. So what do we do in this emergency? 
Well, first, to stay tethered to the truth, tethered you should know, you should remember. Mo We've got to stay tethered to the truth, but that means we're allowed to wander out. That means we're allowed to drift away from the tether from time to time, though, depending on which way the current goes, right? See, they expose themselves when they say things like this. Oh, we need to remain tethered to the truth. But how long's the tether? The tether could be a fucking mile long. You could be out in the middle of the ocean getting your feet gnawed on by hungry sharks. Well, we're still tethered to the truth. It's just way over there. <laughs> but we can, we can pull ourselves in if we want to. That's the main thing. Most people are not buying. Most people I know think that I'm crazy. Yeah. It's baloney. Baloney? And while Bologna. While local news might be hurting, is hurting. Mm -hmm. Many national papers are gaining subscribers, yeah. gaining revenue. The, to be fair, he's right. I subscribe to the New York Times and the Washington Post. I do. I put my hand up. I, I subscribe to those publications. You know why? Material. <laughs> I look forward to logging on to the New York Times and, and Washington Post every single goddamn fucking day because I I look I open it up with a cup of coffee and a cigarette and I'm like, what are these fucking maniacs talking about today? <laughs> I can't wait. It's like the best part of my day, man. It's totally worth the money. There is a thirst for news and knowledge and truth. So thirst we've got to keep making true sandwiches. Uh true sandwich, Brian Stelter. We've got to keep making truth sandwiches. <laughs> can I get the can I get the bread with the little sprinkles on there? Will there be bologna on my truth sandwich? Better not be. It's a truth sandwich, not a bologna sandwich. Truth and knowledge and truth. Mm -hmm. So we've got to keep making truth sandwiches. Truth sandwiches. Uh, we've got to keep making sure that the facts are as accessible as possible. Please. You know, it's remarkable how we see people storming the streets, you know, protesting lies, protesting injustice, speaking out about what they're seeing. Yep. Um, they, these are all kind of antidotes to a truth emergency. Oh, so the, so the rioting, the looting, the pink hats, the Black Lives Matter protests, that's the truth. <laughs> Mind you, it was only, what, six weeks ago that those very same truth seekers were throwing bricks through the fucking windows at CNN. <laughs> I noticed he didn't mention that. Remember that? That shows you what the that shows you what the truth seekers opinion of CNN is when they were throwing fucking <laughs> when they were throwing <laughs> cafe sets and outdoor decor through the windows of the CNN office. <laughs> oh, they're truth seekers. No, no, they're trying to break in to get to the truth. You say, ah, right, gotcha. So I'll tell you what's going to happen later today. We're just going to talk about truth happen. emergencies. Tell me what's Later today, happen. some pro-Trump website is going to take this essay, and they're yep. going to say, Brian, you are the truth emergency. Ah, what about ism? Thank you for the diamond, Gypsy. Where did you steal the diamond, Gypsy? Who did you steal the diamond from, Gypsy? His voice is like nails on a check on a chalkboard, on a blackboard. Oh, you said the offensive blackboard. It's a chalkboard now. And they're going to dredge up some screw up by CNN. And they're going to say, what about that? Yeah. This type of whataboutism, it's literally whataboutism, which has roots mm. in Soviet Russia. <laughs> Do you hear that? Do you want to hear it again? <laughs> 
Have a listen one more time. We're talking about the truth here, ladies and gentlemen. This is a truth emergency. All kind of antidotes to a truth emergency. So I'll tell you what's gonna happen later today. We've just been talking about truth emergencies. Later today, some pro-Trump website's gonna take this essay and they're gonna say, Brian, you are the truth emergency. And they're gonna dredge up some screw up by CNN. And they're gonna say, what about that? This type of whataboutism, it's literally whataboutism, which has roots in Soviet Russia. <laughs> yes, yes. Pointing out when CNN is lying or gets stuff wrong, Pointing out the whataboutism of CNN is actually an old Soviet Russia trick. <laughs> See, we're the only ones that are allowed to do whataboutism. When you do it, it's a communist ploy. How do you like that, huh? <laughs> Breaking. Brian Stelter announces that pro-Trump websites pointing out why he's terrible are actually just doing what Soviet Russia used to do. <laughs> oh, isn't he good? He's my favorite, Brian. Goes on every day. Every day. It makes real discussion impossible. Oh. Of course, news outlets make mistakes. Of course, politicians make mistakes. The dividing line is between those who seek the truth Seeking and try to truth. avoid mistakes right. and try to learn from them. Yeah, you've learned a lot in the last four years, haven't you, mate? <laughs> We've learned so much here at CNN. <laughs> this, this fucking guy. I don't even know what to say. This fucking guy should sum it up. Versus those who don't give a rat's arse. Arse? <gasps> rat's arse? Why did he say arse instead of ass? Rat's ass? You, you mean ass? See, that's what we say here. We say ass. Rat's ass. A R S E, not ass. Ass is to us. That's an American way of saying ass. I wonder why he's using the you know the colonial. I wonder why he's using the imperial <laughs> pronunciation of the word instead of ass, Brian. Dividing line is between those who seek the truth mm -hmm. and try to avoid mistakes yep. and try to learn from them. Yep. Versus those who don't give a rat's arse. Arse. Has Brian been watching the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen? Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. Rat's ass. It's a very Aussie thing to say. I don't give a rat's ass. I feel like Brian just left that in there. I feel like that's a little Easter egg for us. Thank you, Brian. Thank you so much. About the truth. And don't cop to mistakes. And they just lie their way through life. Lying, in lying our way through life. <laughs> this truth emergency, we have to appreciate the difference. Between He's so dramatic, isn't he? <laughs> and those who are trying to get it right and those who do not care. We have yep. to defend the distinction between the two. Please. 12 lies and falsehoods in a single Friday night statement defending the Roger Stone commutation? Has the world gone topsy-turvy, ladies and gentlemen? You're right. We should defend the truth. The truth is important. Oh. It's important. It's important for those who seek the truth, ladies and gentlemen, to draw the distinction between those who care about the truth and those who don't give a rat's ass. Fact check. 
Trump campaign accused of t-shirt design with similarity to Nazi Eagle. (laughs) The claim, Trump campaign shirts feature Imperial Eagle, a Nazi symbol, ladies and gentlemen. We're seeking the truth here on the Daily Boogie. President Donald Trump's campaign website recently unveiled a t-shirt that has come under fire because of design similarities between its logo and a Nazi symbol. See, if we can just say Nazi three or four times in the opening two or three lines, that will drive the point home. After that, like 85% of readers drop off and don't read any more of the article. We know this through science. Ooh, science. The similarity was first noticed, according to Forward, by two Twitter accounts, Bend the Ark, Jewish Action... It's amazing. I'm amazed that uh, a Twitter account called Ben the Ark Jewish Accent Action would notice a Nazi symbol in the American livery. Isn't that amazing? What are the odds, huh? I mean, it's not like it's not like they're looking for Nazi symbology where most people wouldn't or anything like that. Just appeared. It was just there. Very strange. But thank God they're looking for them. Described as a Jewish progressive group and the Lincoln Project, an anti-Trump group formed by Republicans, ladies and gentlemen, the two groups of people you would least expect to find Nazi symbology on the internet. The Progressive Jewish Action Group and the Lincoln Project. (laughs) The neocons. (laughs) Stunning revelations. This is worthy of an article. Print that shit up. Let's get it on the internet right now, because we're seeking the truth. The President of the United States is campaigning for re-election with a Nazi symbol again, said the tweet. America's use of the eagle. The Great Seal of America was developed in 1782, which, by my recoll- by my mathematics, which is not particularly good, is a good what? 150 years or so before the Nazi party existed. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Donald Trump is so Nazi that he's using a symbol that was a symbol before the Nazis even existed, which is now a Nazi. He's like an old school Nazi. Before there were Nazis, apparently the Nazi symbols were being used. And Donald Trump is using the same symbol. Isn't it wild? How do we break it to them that the uh, the Great Seal of America predates the Nazi Eagle? How do we how do we just how do we explain that to them? How will they take that news? It also features a right-facing eagle, though the bird's talons are spread, one holding arrows, the other holding an olive branch. (laughs) Jim Edward, that's fucking meta, bro. Only one authorised Great Seal is in official use and is operated by the US Department of State. The Great Seal is impressed upon official documents such as treaties and commissions. The Department of State affixes about 3,000 seals to official documents yearly. 3,000 Nazi symbols, though. Boogie, you might not have heard of the Roman people. Oh, my Lord. You mean the Romans predate the seal, which predates the Nazis as well? <gasps> you, mean the, you mean the Romans were using Nazi symbols? <laughs> I think that's what you meant to say, isn't it? 
the Romans were using Nazi symbology. Fucking Nazis. Huh? They're just a constant throughout human history, those Nazis. <laughs> the campaign t-shirt. Do you want to see the shirt? Show us the shirt here. Okay, let's have a look at this tweet. Show me this. Okay, so this is from Ben the Ark, Jewish Action. On the left, the official Trump-Pence America First tee. On the right, the Iron Eagle, the official symbol of the Nazi party. It's not an accident. Bigotry is their entire brand. Let's have a look here. They're pretty, and of course, it's a pretty blonde girl with blue eyes. Another Aryan symbol of supremacy, ladies and gentlemen, which must not be tolerated. I mean, maybe if we had, a, you know, got a black girl or something wearing the Nazi shirt of Donald Trump, then maybe this could have all been avoided. But of course, we had to find ourselves a white blonde girl. Those damn master race types, they can't, they can't help themselves, can they? I mean, the Aryan symbology here of this pretty blonde girl with blue eyes is just sickening to me. Minister of Fun, Kimmy. It's exactly the same, but with differences. Well said. And there's the Nazi symbol. You can see the similarities here, can't you? My God. Look at this. How did we not see this earlier? How shocking. <coughs> Our ruling, the fact checkers at USA Today, our ruling, true, it's true that Donald Trump is using a Nazi symbol, ladies and gentlemen. The claims that a Trump campaign t-shirt has come under criticism for using a similar symbol, now it's only similar, uh, similar, to a Nazi eagle is true based on our research. A lot of research went into this. But it is worth noting that the eagle is a common symbol in American politics and is included in the presidential seal of the U.S. So it's true he's using a Nazi symbol, but it's also true that it's not a Nazi symbol. You get it? You following along at home? Good. That was easy enough. <laughs> How about this one? Because we're seeking the truth here on the show, ladies and gentlemen, and we're trying to bring people together. It's a very educational program here today on a Wednesday night. Uh, how about this one? Texas A&M University police are investigating an incident where a Texas A&M student... I love a good incident, don't you? ...walked out to his car to find racist signs on his oh, dashboard. Dear. Well, that's, that's the second most offensive thing I've seen in a parking lot today. Only the second... Nobody, <clears throat> nobody should be subjected to this kind of behaviour. It's almost half as bad as leaving your cart out and not taking it back to the cart corral. Leaving these kinds of offensive messages under the windshield wiper of somebody's car. It's unacceptable. It's unacceptable. Rot roll. To his car so to find. I empathise with this young man. Find racist signs on his wow. dashboard. Mm -hmm. It happened yesterday afternoon at a, an apartment complex there uh, on campus property. The school says they are offering a reward to anyone with information. Good. In the meantime, the <laughs> now who would get the reward for something like this? 
I'm glad that they're offering a reward because that always brings the truth to light. A student spoke with News 3's Kendall Hogan and told her he's seen things like this happen across the nation, but yep. he never thought it would happen to him. It would. <laughs> It'll never happen here. Ring the bell and get your cheese, man. Thank you for the sub, Woodchip TV. It'll never happen here. I never thought it would happen to me. Isn't that what they always say? We never think it's going to happen to us, do we? Isaiah Martin says he found this when he walked to his car. How Wednesday. awful. Oh, I'm terribly sorry for you, Isaiah. How awful this must be for you. You know, do we have any leads? or? You know, I, I hope you alerted the authorities. You know, I think we should put out there some kind of reward. Hopefully we can catch the person responsible for this hate crime, don't you think? Because seeking truth is important. And we all know the good people in the world, ladies and gentlemen, are truth seekers. Some people don't give a rat's arse about the truth. They just lie their way through life. Other people seek the truth. They are truth seekers and they're the good guys afternoon handwritten signs along his windshield and one said um all lives matter and the other said um you don't belong here and he's very believable isn't he i instantly feel a rapport with this young man like when i see this young man speak about this terrible ordeal that he's been subjected to i i just get this feeling of overwhelming authenticity and honesty don't you? I mean, who would do such a horrible thing to such a lovely young man? And let's be honest here, he thought it would never happen to him, which is always the case. It's always the good people, isn't it, who are subjected to these kinds of things. It's along his windshield. And one said, um, all lives matter. Yep. And the other said, um, you don't belong here. And then the Holy shit! Winnie, pardon me, Woodchip TV, ladies and gentlemen, dropping the fucking guinea on us. Thank you so much. Very generous. Truth is all you need. Lemon up. Yes, you. Lemon up. It's authentic. Well, that's an authentic ninja guinea right there. Thank you so much. Burn was very explicit. It's at the N-word with the hard R. One said the N, one had the N-word with the hard R, ladies and gentlemen. This is getting worse by the minute. I can see why this would be a very traumatic experience, can't you? I empathize with this honest young man. It happened right outside his apartment that sits on university property wow. off George Bush. And, and where and the place where I live, of all places. You have befouled my residence, sir. This is unacceptable. Drive. For them to go to that lint to like yeah. find out what I'm driving, like who I am. Yeah. And that's a that's a key point in all of this. The length that these racists go to. Right? I mean, imagine putting that much work in. Imagine trying this hard just to make somebody's life a misery. I, I, I don't understand it. The length that these awful people will go to. It's mind-boggling, isn't it? If only we could just love. If only we could just love instead of hate. But unfortunately, we have very dedicated racists in our midst who will go to extraordinary lengths to make somebody's life a living hell. And this very believable, likable young man. Holy! 
Holy shit! Gypsy, where did you steal the Ninja Guinea, Gypsy? Bumper cars with wood chip TV. Thank you so much. <laughs> Holy shit! Wood chip TV, we got a little battle going on. I'm not going to complain. <laughs> wood chip TV dropping the Guinea. He says, I can match that. There you go. Thank you so much, guys. That just goes to show like how much hate they have in their heart. Mark that the hate that they have in their heart, ladies and gentlemen. This very believable, very affable young man, this very honest young man, talking about the lengths that people will go to, the lengths that racists will go to, and the hate that they have in their heart in order to subject him to this kind of awful violence of word. Martin took to Twitter to show what happened. He took that to he went straight to Twitter. Which is what you're supposed to do in a time like this, in a crisis like this. Thank you for coming. I see you in hell. So the first thing he did when he woke up in the morning, this very believable, honest young man. Holy shit! <laughs> Lady of Diamonds bumping back. Oh my goodness, shit! Winning TV's joining the party. Holy shit. I feel like you're distracting me from this very honest young man's story of experiencing a hate crime. Because <laughs> remember, we're seeking the truth here. Good guys seek the truth. Thank you so much, guys. Very generous of you. So he, wa <laughs> he walks out of his apartment. First thing. Oh my goodness, Ring the, bell the lengths that these people cheese, go to. Man. Thank you for the sub. To, Ma to, to Madri? To Mudri? To Madri. To Madri. He walks straight out of his apartment, sees the offensive signs on his car, snaps it straight to fucking Twitter. Upload that shit. We're going to blow some minds here today. We're going to bash some fash on Twitter here today. Because that's what honest, hardworking, intelligent, respectable people do. Believable people do. Thousands responded, including the university. And I'm president. The university got involved. Good. Good. Because as truth seekers, we all know that when we see a picture uploaded to Twitter, ladies and gentlemen, we should immediately, we should immediately, as a university, back the person posting the Twitter. Believe all Twitter users, I think is the hashtag. Ardab Quiet, thank you so much for the diamond. So we're getting a good baseline here. A very honest young man, believable young man, subjected to a heinous hate crime. Imagine the lengths that the racists have to go to in order to pull this fucking stunt off. So we upload the pictures instantly to Twitter. Our university backs us in. Holy shit! Joanne G with the Ninja Guinea. Thank you so much. Winning Bring TV with a diamond. Come on, guys. Cheese, man. I'm trying to deliver a truth sandwich with no bologna. 
Michael K. Young released this statement Thursday offering Texas A&M released a statement a $1,200 based on something they saw on Twitter reward to anyone with information Good. leading to an arrest. Good. Young says those who promote hate, discrimination and disrespect yep. are not welcomed at this institution. Okay, now that's key. First of all, congratulations, Texas A&M, for taking such a uh, progressive hardline stance on this. Those who promote hate are not welcome at Texas A&M. I couldn't agree more. So, there has been a development in this story. A very likable, believable young man subjected to a heinous hate crime. One can only imagine the lengths that the racist had to go to in order to pull off this stunt. Tweets the images, uploads them to Twitter instantly. His university backs him in straight away, as they should. <laughs> R-Dub Choir with the diamond. Thank you so much. I regret not writing clear on those signs. Follow Q with the diamond. We already know what's coming. Do we, though? Do we really know what's coming? The university backs him in with a statement. Those who promote hate are not welcome at Texas A&M. Ladies and gentlemen, the story has developed. Police say Texas A&M student who found racist notes on his car put them there. What? What? What is this? A student at Texas A&M University who reported that racist notes had been left on his car windshield is responsible for the act. Police say, well, obviously, the police are Nazis. Maybe the police put them there, hmm? Of course they'd say that. They're trying to prop up the oppressive racist patriarchy. Budget Jussie. KBTX TV reported that in June, Texas A&M senior Isaiah Martin, who is a very believable young man, alerted the university police when he allegedly discovered handwritten messages reading, quote, all lives matter and, quote, you don't belong here, along with a third listing the N-word with a hard R, quote. <laughs> Joey G with the diamond. Shocking. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. This is just an opinion by the police. <laughs> Which he had parked in an apartment complex on school's property. You can't own property, dude. Martin posted a picture of the notes on onto a Twitter account that has since been made private. Oh, that's not a good sign. That's never a good sign. According to KBTX, the university responded to his post asking him to report the incident. But if I report it, then it's going to be an investigation, and I'm really just doing this for the retweets. I'm calling myself a hard end. I'm calling myself a hard R. Because I believe in the truth. Because I want to make the world a better place. This is how you make the world a better place, by the way. For them to tell me I don't belong here, this is a quote from the guy. For them to tell me I don't belong here when I've earned my spot like everybody else and am working to get a degree like everybody else, that was just kind of hurtful because if anything, I deserve to be here just as much as anybody else, Martin commented at the time. I'm being victimized. 
Acts of racism are irreconcilable with the values we uphold here at Texas A&M University. Those who promote hate, discrimination, and disrespect are not welcomed at this institution. Famous last words from the Texas A&M establishment. (coughs) Have a listen to this. Texas A&M police reported Thursday that, quote, Based on surveillance video footage, Martin likely placed the notes on the car himself. So he placed the notes on the car while a security camera was watching him. (laughs) See, more alarming to me than the whole hate hoax angle of this is the fact that this guy was apparently so dumb that he perpetrated a hate hoax whilst in full view of the surveillance system. That would be enough to get you kicked out of university, I think. University is supposed to be for the best and the brightest, which clearly he is not. (laughs) Wait, is that the guy? Is that the guy? He's coming out of his own dorm and putting him on his own car. What's he studying again? Sociology, sir. Ah, well, that makes sense. Police report obtained by KBTX. There's no video report for this, though. Have you noticed that? Nobody's reporting on this. We had to go to campus reform to get this report. The initial report with the honest, believable young man talking about how hurt he is that racists would go to such lengths in order to put put him through this misery, that gets a three-minute special on local news. The subsequent report, though, people aren't interested in that. That's not newsworthy. We don't want to promote other racists. The police report obtained by KBTX reads that Martin was seen moving around his vehicle with two different white specks held in the area of his chest. The footage also shows him stepping back and onto the sidewalk in front of his vehicle, most likely taking photos and videos. He then approaches his vehicle again on the passenger side. Holy shit! Henry St. George Tucker bumper politics. Why? Dropping a guinea on a sponsored by hate, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) He is then seen walking to the front of his vehicle. Martin then enters the driver's door and drives away moments later. (laughs) He's a genius, this kid. (laughs) Oh, Martin. Martin, what have you done? Martin. The total time spent at his vehicle is 1 minute and 15 seconds. No one besides Martin had sufficient time to place the notes on his car, the police concluded. Martin told KBTX over the phone a few days ago that he would no longer be continuing the investigation with the police. (laughs) Yeah, look. Yeah, look, man, I've just decided to call the investigation off. You know, I don't think that I can trust the police right now. <laughs> he informed. Listen to the way they cover these people's asses, even after they're found out. Again, Martin told KBTX over the phone a few days ago that he would, quote, no longer be continuing the investigation with the police. <laughs> He decided. He's just decided, you know what? I'm not going to go after these people. It just doesn't seem right. I just want to get on with my life. <laughs> I bet you fucking do. I'm 
Holy shit! Holy shit! Winning TV, drop it again, honest. Hate sponsored by people that do not return carts. Exactly, this is how it works. I bet he's a fucking cart nut. I bet he's a cart criminal too, this guy. I bet you he just leaves his cart wherever he wants. It's about respect. <laughs> it's about respect and common decency. One day you're leaving the shopping cart in the middle of the parking lot. Next day, you're committing fake hate crimes. Hoax crimes, ladies and gentlemen. It always starts with the cart. He also made his Twitter account private. And he claims innocence, saying one of the people who passed by his car was responsible for the facts. So even though the police have reviewed the footage, they have explained that they saw him placing things on his own car, then taking pictures of it, and that nobody was around the car that could have possibly have done it. He maintains his innocence. <laughs> Unfavorite boomer with a diamond. Boogie instigates a guinea war. Blame the boogie. We have the sticker in the chat. We made front page news here in Australia. What a great day. We're changing the fucking world here, folks. <laughs> it's like they play the footage to the guys like, wasn't me. No, I didn't do it. Wasn't me. So based on the fact that they played the footage of him placing the signs on his own car and then taking photos of it, <laughs> he's now decided I'm no longer I'm no longer going to cooperate with the police investigation because they've got it wrong. Fucking balls on these people, huh? What fucking balls? <laughs> if I tell myself it's the truth, then it's the truth. Police have closed the case as the county's attorney's office deemed that leaving the notes fell under First Amendment speech protections and did not constitute a crime. <laughs> but so what if somebody else left them there, though? Wouldn't that then be a hate crime? Isn't that cute? Isn't that fun? So if you leave a note on your own car saying go home N-word, that's the First Amendment. If somebody else leaves a note on your car saying go home N-word, that's a hate crime. Interesting. Wonder why that's the case. Neither would the incident be considered a false report since the, ev the event reported was not a crime, ladies and gentlemen. This is a statement from Texas A&M, who remember, remember their earlier statement. What was their earlier statement? Acts of racism are irreconcilable with the values we uphold here at Texas A&M University. Those who promote hate, discrimination, and disrespect are not welcomed at this institution. Those words again. Those who promote hate, dis discrimination, and disrespect are not welcomed at this institution. So I imagine that they will be getting rid of the person who is promoting hate and discrimination because they're not welcomed at the institution, right? Guess again. <laughs> Come on now, it's 2020. As a public university, Texas A&M is limited by the Family Educational Rights and Privacy Act on providing specific student information and will therefore be unable to provide additional details, the school said, following the closure of the case. In other words, we're not telling you a goddamn thing. In other words, 
we're just going to pretend like this never fucking happened. Those who promote hate and division are not welcomed here. What about this guy? You have no right to know. <laughs> Joey and G with a diamond. It's okay for him to stir up hate, though. Of course, because we're seeking the truth. And that's what we do here in current year. Thank you so much for joining us, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That brings us to the end of tonight's edition of the Daily Boogie. So a quick reminder, uh, from now on going forward, Monday nights, Wednesday nights, and Friday nights, we cover the whole week. I get a day off in between to collect more stories and stuff, and I think it's already worked out. So I'm looking forward to it. And no four-day gaps in between streams. So thank you so much. Thank you for your patience and thank you for your support. Thank you to everybody who donated tonight on DLive. Very generous of you. Let me open up that chest right now. Uh, Where are we? And yes, just a little public service announcement. Don't hate on Royce. Don't hate on Royce Lopez, ladies and gentlemen, because there's a process that has to take place now and it's about learning. It's about learning and understanding. Thank you for coming. See you now. Of course, I shame for a couple of weeks about the cards, but then then we need to reach out because we're we're not the side that shames. You know, we're not the degenerates. We're not the people who leave carts wherever we want. We're the people who respect society and have principles, right? So let's act let's make sure we act like it. And let's be the change that we want to be <laughs> and promote civilized cart behavior and not just shame those who lack the ability to operate in a free society at least two weeks of shame at least says jim edward (laughs) so let's do what we can to make the world a better place thank you for joining us and thank you to everybody who contributed tonight on d live don't forget, so tomorrow night I'll be on with Semper Reloaded at about 9pm or thereabouts on his channel, dlive.tv slash Semper Reloaded. And then back on Friday night for another edition of the Daily Boogie, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to follow our friends uh, at RealPersonPLTCS, at YCensored underscore Mr. America, the Beard of Truth, UK Neil, Joy of Pessy, Spent D, Frozen Asian, ladies and gentlemen, JJ Stoner, JJ recovering after his operation. Uh, later on tonight, maybe, sometimes, perhaps, maybe... Uh, Nightwave, who's out on the town with some of the boys, 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 boys in Tampa. And I think Major Tom is out there as well. So we'll see if there's a stream. If not, uh, tomorrow morning, you've got the great Cartanarchy and Royce Lopez at 10 a.m. Revenge of the Scissor 4, no JJ Stoner. No Daily Boogie from me, but I'll be on with Semper Reloaded. Don't forget uh, Irrational Times, Coffee Talk with Sandra, winning TV in the lady, in the chat, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Iceman4433. So many people to follow. Um, but that's it from me. So on this channel, <clears throat> until Friday night, ladies and gentlemen, stay calm, stay rational, God bless, put your goddamn fucking carts back like a civilized, like an like an adult human being. Don't be an animal, and we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. <laughs>